Chapter 10 of The Old Tobacco Shop This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Nancy Cochran Gergen, Gilbert, Arizona. The Old Tobacco Shop by William Bowen. Chapter 10 Captain Higginson and the Spanish Main. The church warden, having put back into his pocket the bottle of odor of sanctity, folded his hands across his fat stomach and began again. As I was saying, Never mind that, said Toby. Tell us what we had better do. Well, as I was saying, went on the church warden, paying no attention to Toby, the best idea that occurs to me, after thinking it over considerable, is that, but I ain't saying there's none better, and I don't lay claim to being any wiser than... Anyway, it seems to me we ought to... Just listen to this, broke in Aunt Amanda. She had been studying the map all this time, and she was holding it in her hands. She was much excited. I've just made out all this handwriting at the bottom of the map, and I'll read it to you. Do you want to hear it? Her voice shook and her hands trembled. Everybody except the church warden begged her to go on. Oh, do you think it could be true? If it only could! Oh, if it could only be true! Maybe if you'd read it, Aunt Amanda, said Toby. Yes, yes, I will, said she, all of a twitter. I'll read it. Don't hurry me. This is what it says. If it could only be true. Correction Island. By dead reckoning. Latitude 12 degrees, 32 minutes, 14 seconds, north. Longitude, 61 degrees, 45 minutes, 13 seconds, west. Whatever that means. But I'll read it to you just as it's written. It's a queer kind of language. Anyway, this is what it says. Lately discovered by me, Reuben Higginson, Master Mariner, Brig Cotton Mather, New Bedford. Notify Elizabeth Higginson, spinster, or else the acknowledged elder of the Society of Friends, New Bedford. Now, of course, in heavy gale on return voyage to fetch my sister aforesaid to Correction Island with as many others as are minded to come. Leaking badly below line. Pumps given over. Water mounting in hold. Decks awash. Both masts gone by the board. Whale oil, no use. Down with all hands in another hour. This map shall be cast overboard in a stout bottle as we go down with a paper of directions how to gain correction in the island. Where's the paper of directions? said Toby. It ain't here, said Aunt Amanda. I suppose Captain Higginson lost it, or else he didn't have time to put it in the bottle. Anyway, this is what the writing on the map says. Let him that finds the bottle remember these mariners. Also, let him take heed to search out the island diligently. For this island. Listen to what it says now, said Aunt Amanda, trembling with excitement. Oh, do you suppose it could really be true? And yet this Reuben Higginson was a good Quaker captain, I'm sure, and I don't believe he would say what wasn't true and especially when he was on his way home to get his own sister. "'Why don't you read it instead of talking about it?' said Toby. "'I would if you'd let me,' said Aunt Amanda. 
Here's what it says. For this island is refuge to such as be afflicted, and in this island shall be corrected. Oh, listen to this. I wouldn't believe it from anybody but Reuben Higginson. Shall be corrected whatever errors, disappointments, miscarriages, failures, preventions, and the like, this mortal life may have afflicted any withal. Wherefore I have called it Correction Island. There be perils enough in coming at complete correction, but let courage halt not by the way, so shall he arrive presently. If any be crooked, this is the part, it's too wonderful. But Captain Higginson wouldn't have said it when he was so near going down with his ship, and especially on his way home to get his own sister. My dear lady, said Mr. Punch, if you would be so very kind as to... Yes, yes, give me time. I declare you make me so nervous. Now just listen to this, every one of you, and don't speak. If any be crooked, he shall there be made straight. She paused and looked hard at Toby. Mr. Punch started at the same time, and he and Toby looked hard at each other. If any be blind, he shall see. If any dumb, he shall speak. At the word dumb, Mr. Hamlin, whose elbow was resting on the table, jumped so violently that he knocked the album onto the floor. Aunt Amanda nodded her head to him, and all the others stared at him. If any be old, he shall be young again. If any fat, he shall be as lean as he will. At the word fat, the churchwarden gave a questioning grunt, and settled down deeper in his chair. If any be poor, whether in purse or in mind, he shall seek alms no longer. The old codger with the wooden leg, who had been resting his wooden leg on the chair opposite, dropped it to the floor and sat up very straight. Toby, who was standing beside him, clapped him heartily on the shoulder. If any be mean or cunning or despiteful, he shall be given a new heart. Aunt Amanda looked directly at the sly old codger, who was sitting smiling, with his tall silk hat on his knees, and everyone else in the room, except Mr. Hanlon, looked very intently at him. He noticed it, and glanced around inquiringly, smiling more benevolently than ever. "'How beautiful that would be,' he said. "'How beautiful! If some of my dear, dear friends could only have a new heart, how beautiful!' "'Don't interrupt,' said Aunt Amanda. "'Freddy, listen to this.' If any be little in stature, against his desire he shall be great. Freddy opened his eyes very wide. Would it be possible to be big at once, without waiting all that long, dreary time? How glorious that would be! But this, said Aunt Amanda, this is the last and the best. I don't know whether I can read it right. Her voice broke, and she blew her nose and cleared her throat but I will try. Oh, do you suppose it could be true? Would a good Quaker captain, with a sister in New Bedford, say it if it wasn't true? With the sea raging and both masts gone, and the ship filling up with water, and... Aunt Amanda, said Toby, if you don't read the rest of it this minute... Ah, yes, Toby, I will, said Aunt Amanda. It must be true or a good man like that wouldn't have said it. This is the last part, and the best. 
if any be prevented unjustly of beauty or of children or of love or of other like desires there shall be found for him of these a great store so that there shall be an end of repining and none in that place shall say thus and thus might i have been also had i been but justly entreated and so i commit my body to the sea and my soul to go on go on cried the company excepting of course mr hanlon aunt amanda blew her nose again and laid down the map on the table that's all she said i suppose he didn't have time to finish it end of chapter ten recording by nancy cochran gergen gilbert arizona